Welcome to the South Mims U podcast. Today you'll find us at the Department of Mathematics to look at an exciting project they are embarking on together with the Department of Astronomy. We have not been to either of those departments before, so it should be very eye-opening. I am passing under the enormous South Mims radio telescope up on the hill here, a state-of-the-art construction that is the pride of the Astronomy Department. It was controversially recently constructed in partnership with the Dance Department in order to qualify for some uh, inclusive government grants, and the result is a building which I think I can safely say is unique. A cross between the Sydney Opera House and the famous brutalist Telford bus garage. Truly incredible. In fact, in fact, actually, I can see the doors opening. Something is definitely happening. What a piece of luck. Uh, we are here while the telescope is in operation. I don't know what that is all about, but it's very impressive. I, I must move on now. Uh, I, I don't want to be late. So now I'm entering the astronomy department and I'm going to meet Dr. Larch McGear, who is going to talk to us today. Dr. McGear, Dr. McGear. Oh, hello. Nice to meet you. Oh, very pleased to meet you. Your reputation precedes you, and, and who is this fine gentleman here? Uh, this, this is... Um... Smith, Johnny Smith. Uh, good to meet you, Mr Smith. Johnny, call me Johnny. Johnny, <laughs> are you an astronomer or a mathematician? He's um, an assistant. High-ranking. Yes, he is. Um, a high-ranking assistant here, and I'm a mathematician. Is this TV? No, no, it's a podcast. No cameras? No, no, no cameras. It's, it's like radio. Oh, radio. I remember that. And this was fixed up some times ago? Yeah, yes, actually, a few months, a few months. Okay, you, you just carry on. I, I'll stick around. Dr. McGear, so what is all this about? Well, yes, where to begin? Do you know about probability? Probability? Yes, the uh, chances of something happening, for example. Sort of, uh, not much. All right, I'll give you an easy example. Here's a coin. If I toss it, what are the chances of it coming down heads? Uh, 50-50? Unless you're Gil Gomez. I was at school with him in the Bronx. He had a loaded dime, always came down heads. Always came down heads. Yes, thank you, Mr. Smith. Unless you are Gil Gomez, it will be 50-50. That is a simple example of probability. A simple example. But that is the basic concept. As things get more and more complex, you need more and more complex mathematical systems to deal with it. Can you give me an example of one that listeners could relate to? If you like, let's think of a topical one. Global warming is topical at the moment. Probability theory is part of, for example, working out weather patterns. If you get weather A, what are the chances of weather B coming along two weeks later, and what will be the effect on the environment? That kind of thing. Probability is part of that kind of calculation or forecast, so it's often used in weather forecasts. I see, or a bit like horse racing, you know, three to one and so on and... Yeah, exactly like that. You like the horses? Uh, me? Oh, no. no. Very wise. You are a wise man. Stay clear, brother. Because of the odds. <laughs> yeah, the odds. Exactly, odds. Probability. It's all the same. Odds comes from an Anglo-Saxon expression meaning an unequal thing, or a unit in excess of an even number. Then you get odd, even, and so on. I didn't know that. Nor did I. 
and that is what you're doing here? That is one of the things that we do here. Now, do you know about the asteroid belt? The asteroid belt? Uh, not really. I know it's a something in space. Uh, for the sake of our listeners, let's assume I have no knowledge. Okay, well, it's really what it says on the tin. It's a belt of asteroids. Which are? Big space rocks. Like a boulder in space. Some are very big can do a lot of damage to a spaceship. Did they have them in Star Trek? I like that show, Dr. Spock. Uh, they must have done. Spaceships are always bumping into them or steering through them. So it's a belt, a collection of those. This particular belt is between Mars and Jupiter. When the planets were forming in the solar system, the gravitational pull from Jupiter stopped the asteroids, which were kind of small planets, into turning into big planets. They stayed asteroid size, and there's a belt of them. With me? Um, just about. Now, the South Mims University is embarking on an exciting new project to send a probe to Jupiter. To Jupiter? Wow. In partnership with NASA. It's a very long shot, but they think we can just about pull it off. That's very impressive, and it sounds very expensive. Very expensive. Part of the problem, sorry, challenge in modern parlance is to get the thing through the asteroid belt. So it doesn't get hit uh, by an asteroid? Exactly. If that happened, the whole project would fail. So you're developing shields? Sorry? You're like in Star Trek. You know, shields to deflect the photon torpedoes. No, we are not developing shields. Shields are not good. What happens if your dilithium crystals wear out? You need probability. Johnny's right. Shields are a great idea, but they're not real. They only exist in films. They are not real. What we are doing here is working out a new system of probability calculation. We sure are. So that it can be factored into the uh, probe's computers so that it can calculate the safest route through the asteroids to work out the path of least asteroid activity. Why not just go around them? It would take too long. It's taking long enough as it is. So you're working out a new system of probability calculation? Yes. We are taking a fresh look at the whole concept. We've come up with some new equations and we're going to use a lot of fresh computer input. To what end? To more or less eliminate the effect of chance. Now that's going too far. To reduce the effect of chance as much as is rationally possible. But can you actually do that? We think so. We think he can. Yes, we think so. But a probe to Jupiter? From South Mims, I mean, how can you really afford it? Well, we have the generous backing of the University of Las Vegas. Oh, the University of Las Vegas in America. I've heard of that. I had a friend who went there. He was on the football team, the Rebels. Uh, no, this is a new university. A bit like South Mims, but uh, better funded. A lot better funded. This is the Seagull University of Las Vegas. The Seagull University of Las Vegas? Seagull. S-E-I-G-E-L. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the Seagull University of Las Vegas. I suppose that's a bit like Oxford Brooks University being different to the traditional Oxford University. Exactly that. Who's this, Brooks? John Henry Brooks, the first principal there. Do we need to worry about him? No, no, no. And how did the relationship between the two universities develop? Professor Morris Retzenbrink from South Mims went over there to Las Vegas and he, um, <clears throat> he made contact. He was, he, he was on holiday and he made contact. Yeah, he did. He made contact with us. He kind of 
outreached himself. Oh, he reached out to the Seagull University. <laughs> you could put it that way. He felt he owed us something. He did owe us something. He owed us a lot. A relationship was made that was mutually beneficial. His activities came to our attention and we could see that we could help him out financially. Your attention? You are from the Seagull University? In a manner of speaking, I'm a, their representative. And also Dr. McGear's assistant? A senior assistant. So your university is contributing funds to the project? Well, that's very kind of you. Uh, what areas does uh, the Seagull University of Las Vegas specialize in? We are geared towards the leisure industry and economics. Those are our specialties. Well, I can see how the University of South Mims is benefiting from the relationship, uh, but what is Las Vegas getting out of it? As we said, we have interests in the leisure industry. It came to our attention that Mims, we like to call it Mims, was doing research into probability and we thought we could maybe benefit from that. Well, how exactly? Any economic venture will benefit from a detailed knowledge of probability. Certainties, you know, you can make predictions, like we said, the odds. I see. Good. Um, so, can we have a look at the spaceship, the probe? Oh, I'm afraid the actual probe is still off limits, strictly classified. Yeah, strictly. And there are only a few sections here. Most of the machine itself is on a Scottish island. Really? Oh yeah, South Mims owns a small Scottish island, uninhabited. A good place to use as a launching site, near Makaskin. But there's no harm in showing you the operations room, and we have some footage there of trial launches. Okay, right. So I'm going to turn off the tape uh, until we get to the operations room, so we'll be back. And here we are in the operations room of the South Mims Space Agency. Wow, this is amazing. Uh, there's a battery of monitors over there, and, and dials and switches over here, and photographs of deep space, I think that's what they are. Uh, and uh, what is that? Oh, that's our friend the uh, asteroid belt. <clears throat> what all this is about? Let me show you some footage. Th this is a dummy launch from the island, just testing the propulsion system. There's no actual attachment on it. It's like a tin of beans on a rocket. Here we go, look. Oh, so uh, Dr. McGear has just started uh, some footage of the launch. Uh, let's let's listen in. Fifteen seconds. Guidance is internal. Twelve, eleven, ten, nine. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Thirty-two minutes past the hour. Wow, that was very impressive. It's only a small thing. The actual probe will be a lot bigger. I noticed the uh, telescope when I came in. Yes, that belongs to the astronomy people, but you can listen into the signals if you want. There's a connection here. I'll just hook them up to a speaker. What's that? That's the echoes of the Big Bang, I think. I'm no expert on all that. Probability is my area. The asteroids. Okay, 
Uh, and what's on the whiteboard? There's lots of mathematics. It looks like the theory of relativity or something. Relativity is a lot simpler than that. That's a probability equation. We've taken it to a whole new level of complexity. Mm, I certainly believe you. Um, actually, uh, sorry, uh, can, you, can you tell me where the loo is? Ah, down that corridor. Turn left. Far door on the right. Yeah, the comfort station. Door on the right, not the left. Not the door on the left. Okay, um, well, I'll turn the tape off just for a moment. <laughs> I'm back again, <laughs> Dr. McGear. The door on the left that you mentioned was open, and um, it seemed to be like a, a casino in there. What? Who left the door open? Who the fuck left the door open? What son of a bitch left it open? There are going to be consequences to this. Uh, not, not one of my people. Oh yeah? It would not be one of my people unless... Okay. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, I don't like thoughtlessness. Of course, of course. But uh, uh, why do you have a casino here? I mean, I'm, I'm just being curious. It is not a casino. Well, it looked a bit like a casino. No. What it is, is a cafe. Casino themed. The kids like themes. A kind of diner for the students, you know, and they have pinball machines and stuff like that. Looked like there was a roulette table. Yeah, they have one of those. And card tables. Well, that's for the bridge club. They're very keen on bridge at South Mims and we teach it to the uh, Las Vegas people, a kind of cultural exchange. Yeah, that's it, cultural exchange. It's all cultural exchange. Well, if it's a cafe, after all this talking, I could murder a cup of coffee. You could murder. It's an English expression. He'd like a cup of coffee. I don't see the harm in going down there. You don't? Well, he's seen it, hasn't he? You seem a little protective about your cafe. Protective? No, 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 not at all. It's just a bit influenced by our transatlantic friends. The theme. It's not your usual student cafe. Come on. And now we're walking down the corridor. I hadn't noticed before, but as we approach the door, the corridor has become thickly carpeted. And now, now, and now we're going into the student bar. And wow, a, a big chandelier. It, it looks exactly like a casino. There is a roulette table and several card tables. Uh, who are those two big guys over there? Those guys? Martial arts PE students. They love it here. It's time off for them. And over there is what looks like a, a stage? Yeah. Yeah, that is a stage. And a bar down the side here with mirrors? Is that where you get the coffee? Coffee? Yeah, yeah you can get a coffee if you want one. Say, why don't you have a Gimlet or a Whiskey Sour or a Manhattan? Cocktails? Sure, we got them all. I'll have a gin sling, my usual. And we have a very nice barmaid here. Uh, are you a student, miss? Yeah, I'm doing medieval archaeology, innit? What can I get you, gentlemen? Ginsling, gimlet, scotch on the rocks. Okay, Mr. Stompinato. Stompinato? Uh, I thought your name was Smith. It is. Stampanato Smith. Oh look, uh something's happening on, on the stage. Oh, there's a, a young lady appearing on the stage and um 
Oh, she doesn't seem to be wearing that, uh, except are those ostrich feathers. Uh, now that's one of the students in contemporary dance. She's studying urban folk dance of the 20th century. It's her practical module. And this is a, a gimlet? Sure is. Try it. Mmm, it's like a lime juice. It's very refreshing. Mmm, can I have another? Bet, I set one up. Same again, Charlene. And that is a real roulette table, isn't it? Oh yes, that's a practical experiment in the laws of probability. Like we said. We are particularly interested in that area. A lot of students seem to share your interest. It seems very popular. Yeah, well, a lot of students like to study probability. We are the maths department, after all. So it's a kind of practical experiment? Very much so. This place is real popular with the students. Well, could I have a go? I, I don't really know what to do. I've, I've only seen casinos in James Bond films. That's all you need. Yeah, you go ahead. You need some chips. I may have some about me. Uh, I was down here earlier. Yeah, yeah, here we go. Are you sure this is a good idea? Of course it is. What's the harm? Mr. Smith, Johnny, has just handed me some round chips. Uh, how much would these be worth, Johnny? They would be, they are, worth a thousand dollars each. Sorry, a thousand pounds. So I would be holding five thousand pounds worth of chips here? Yes, sir. Now, just come over here and place them. Where? That's up to you. That's the skill of it. Well, there's no skill as such. Probability, it's all down to luck. That's certainly the theory. Oh, well, so shall I, shall I put them here, at this red area? If that's where you want to put them, then if red comes up, you win. Here we go. It's come down black. Which means? You lose. Tough break. Oh dear. You want to win it back? Yes, yes I would. I really don't think... Let the guy win it back. You want to have another go? I got some more chips here. Okay, why not? You only live once. <laughs> uh, where, where shall I put them? Like I said, it's your call. You put them on the red last time, why not put them on the black this time? Okay, uh, like this? Just like that. Oh dear. Came down red. Tough break again. You want to try again? I really, really No, no, you're right, right. I, I don't think I should do it anymore. I'm not very lucky. Fair enough. So how are you going to pay? Sorry? You owe me $10,000. Uh, I don't understand. You just lost $10,000 on the wheel. You mean that was real? <laughs> I thought we were just experimenting. We don't see it that way. Sure, it was real. It's real. You ask the martial arts guys, they don't like losing. I think I'd better have that second gimlet. Mr. Stomp, Johnny, are you sure you want to do this? It's okay, guys. It's okay. I was just kidding around. <laughs> of course, it wasn't real, but it could have been. And I know that our friend here will give us a very nice look on his TV show. Uh, podcast. Whatever. 
Okay, guys, I, I think that's enough now. Uh, yes, I think it is too. I think that's all we have time for, if you don't mind. Yes, yes, I think, I think you're right. Uh, I think I've got everything, Dr. McGear. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, thank you, thank you both very much. Uh, thank you, Johnny. <laughs> thank you, Johnny. Uh, this will be a very interesting podcast. It's different. It would be very different, yes. And goodbye. Yes, I'll show myself out. I will. Goodbye. Goodbye.